Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The Sensemaker. Hi, I'm Nimmo and this is Sensemaker from TortoiseMedia.com, one story every day to make sense of the world. Today, it's 18 days until England is meant to open up again completely, but COVID cases are on the rise. So are we really going to be back to normal in a few weeks time or are we at the start of a third wave? The bank holiday weekend we've just had felt pretty much like back to normal for a lot of us. Millions of adults have been vaccinated, about a third of people have had both doses now, so everyone's feeling way more confident about getting out and about again. Thousands of day trippers went to the beach, to the pub or out shopping. There are still rules in place, you know, you can't meet more than six people inside or more than 30 people outside. You can hug your friends again, cautiously, whatever that might mean, but you're still meant to social distance if you can. But the next and supposedly the final phase of the reopening is set for June the 21st. That's been the plan since Boris Johnson announced a roadmap out of lockdown back in February. We're now travelling on a one-way road to freedom. And we can begin safely to restart our lives and do it with confidence. From the 21st of June, we're going to be able to do away with the rule of six indoors. Clubs and live music venues are set to open and there won't be number limits for big events like weddings and funerals. If things go ahead as planned, that is. It's a big if, because COVID cases are on the rise again in the UK. But scientists are worried. Last week, cases of the Indian variant stood at 1,313. But since then, they've risen by more than 160%, now at 3,424. In Scotland, which is a few weeks ahead of England in terms of unlocking, the government has looked at its infection data and decided to slow things down. In areas where cases are relatively high or rising, our judgment is that a slight slowing down of the easing of restrictions to allow time for more people to be fully vaccinated will help protect that progress overall. It is true that case numbers are still low compared to what we've seen, but they've gone up pretty fast by 30% in the space of a week, even if it is from a low level. That uptick is worrying scientists. And it could mean that the next phase of reopening gets postponed. I think most of us who are looking at the figures and are advising government would say that that we really are not confident at the moment that opening up on the 21st would would be safe. That's Professor Peter Openshaw speaking to the BBC a few days ago. He's an immunologist. He specialises in respiratory viruses, mainly influenza, and he's been advising the government since the beginning of the pandemic. Right now, Peter Openshaw and other specialists like him are preaching caution about the next phase of unlocking. Because what we're seeing in the data could be the beginnings of a third wave of infection. We are seeing that the new variant, the one that was first detected in India, the 617.2, has been increasing very sharply in the UK and really is replacing the previous variants that were circulating before. And the numbers are um, overall slightly increasing. Um, That hasn't really been reflected in increasing numbers of admissions, but we know that that takes time to feed through and the admissions take time to feed through to serious disease and death. 
So, you know, we are watching the data day by day, and it's so important that we are cautious in what we do over the next few weeks. We need to be careful about this, he's saying, because if there's anything we've learned over the last year, it's that even small rises can turn into huge peaks if we don't make an effort to flatten the curve. So should we be unlocking on the 21st of June? Scientists don't all agree about whether or not we should go ahead with the next stage of opening up. Even high-profile, highly respected ones come down on different sides of the argument. They're making judgments, balancing what we know about the effectiveness of the vaccines and what we know about how fast the new variant, the one which was first found in India, is spreading. And basically, we know a lot more about vaccines than the variant. But if there's anyone who's really high profile and really respected when it comes to COVID-19, it's Professor Peter Openshaw. He's been studying respiratory viruses for decades. He's the director of the Respiratory Infection Centre at Imperial College London, one of the top medical institutes in the world. In short, he's at the top of his field. And he's been advising the government on strategies for dealing with pandemic flu outbreaks since 2006. He researched the bird flu outbreak that year and helped the government to beef up its strategy afterwards. And it certainly was a wake-up call for the people who were planning for the next pandemic. And the reason that it was so alarming is that of these 112 initial cases, 57 people died. So a very large mortality. I mean, that if it played out um, on a large scale with human-to-human transmission around the world, would mean um, billions of people might die. This was terrifying. Same again for the swine flu pandemic in 2009. Peter Openshaw was there giving advice to the government about what to do and how to manage it. Basically, when he says we should be careful, we'd be daft not to take him seriously. That's what Boris Johnson promised to do, to listen to the science. At every stage, our decisions will be led by data, not dates. From the beginning, the Prime Minister said the timetable for unlocking isn't set in stone. At each phase, the government said that it would keep a close eye on case numbers and listen to the experts. And if they said that moving on to the next step might be a bad idea, the government would take their advice and put those plans on ice. But it seems that Boris Johnson and some of his scientific advisers might not be seeing eye to eye on exactly what the data is saying. Because while Peter Openshaw seems to think it's saying we shouldn't reopen, the Prime Minister isn't so sure. I can see nothing uh, in the data at the moment that uh, means we can't go ahead with step four or the, the opening on June the 20th. To be fair, it is a difficult calculation to make. We still don't know how effective the vaccines will be at protecting the most vulnerable people from getting really ill from the new variant. He's more optimistic than some of his scientific advisers about the timeline for opening up, but like them, Boris Johnson has said that we've got to be careful as well. We've got to be so cautious because there's no question uh, the ONS uh, data of infection rates is showing an increase. We always knew that was going to happen. To decide whether to unlock in a few weeks' time, we have to wait and see what the data tells us. On that point, he and Peter Openshaw definitely seem to agree. They're both saying that we need more information about whether these new cases are translating into hospitalizations and deaths, more data about who's being affected, and more data about whether the vaccines are effective or not. And that data will take time to come through. Right now, there's a slight rise in the number of people going into hospital. Last week, 605 people were admitted to hospital with COVID, compared to 592 people the week before. But it's hard to say whether that's something to worry about. Overall, the numbers now are still a lot lower than they were back in April. 
We'll know more soon, but for now, we can't make any firm decisions about what to do on June 21st. It's a waiting game. Thanks for listening to The Sensemaker. It's made by me and my colleagues Claudia, Imi, Zavin, Ella here at Tortoise Media. Tortoise makes another podcast too, The Slow Newscast, where we look at one story in depth every single week. This week, we're taking a close look at the second couple at number 10, Manira Mirza and Dougie Smith. They're the people making the culture wars a winning battlefield for Boris Johnson's Conservatives. You can find that on Spotify too. Just search Slow Newscast and give it a listen. Today's story was written and produced by Ella Hill. The Sensemaker. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.